Hi, I'm Bree, one of the co-founders of Frank Body. Hi, I'm Jess, one of the co-founders of Frank Body. Welcome to Selfish, a podcast that is all about putting yourself first and redefining the word selfish. Over this content series, we're exploring a variety of topics with some amazing faces that you'll know, from self-awareness with Brooke Blurton to self-discovery with Jackie Gillies. We're also talking about self-pleasure with Chantelle Otten and self-wealth with the incredible Victoria Devine. Podcast episodes for Selfish drop weekly on Tuesdays alongside a whole bunch of amazing tools, tips and tricks from our team that you can find across the Frank Body social channels. Find us wherever you listen to your podcasts and let's get selfish together. Hi guys, it's Candice here. This episode we're about to jump into is all about self-expression. It was also my very first podcast and I was lucky enough to record with my good friend Ash who lives in New York City. Ash left the corporate world to pursue an entirely new chapter. She founded her company called Therabart and has never looked back. Therabart is a nonprofit organization that exists to help us release emotion with movement therapy and heal the mind and body. She's also a trained yoga instructor and meditation educator. Ash leads powerful workshops around the world and no matter where you are in your journey, there's a little something for everyone to feel a bit more alive. Ash is truly a remarkable human. She's full of life and I can't wait for you to meet her. Let's dive in. Hi, Ash. Hi. Hello. How welcome. are you? Good. Welcome to the Selfish Podcast. We are so excited to have you. Not going to lie, it's the first podcast, and I'm a little nervous. Don't nervous, be nervous. are dancing. It's all good. Dance on. Yes. But I am so, so grateful that you are the first person that I get to have a chat with. Really excited to tell our audience all about you and what you do. So with that, let's dive right in. I know that we've known each other personally now for many years. But so long. It's actually we go way crazy. Back. Way back. <laughs> Good old days. Yes. What have you been up to? What do you spend your time doing now? And take them through what, what this looks like. All right. Well, it's a bit It's a bit of a journey. We met, obviously, at L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. Feels like almost, what, eight years ago at yep. this point? Another which life. Is, which is crazy. And I, I felt like I was like mother hen there, you know, <laughs> like I, I worked as an executive assistant for what that was 10 years. Yep. And I had this deep calling, I feel like to do more and to be more. And I knew that I was not meant to be someone's assistant for the rest of my life. Yep. And I started my organization Therapart. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of came with the journey of my brother suffering from a drug addiction for a really long time. And initially, I started Therapart because I wanted to raise money to send him to rehab and mm-hmm. help him. And then through that whole experience, I kind of had this like spiritual awakening. And I really just started to like dance and like release in my apartment. And it yeah. almost felt like there was another entity coming in and kind yeah. of like taking over. And I, after I was finished, I just had this like deep release. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel so good. Like, you know, like I I just had what's going on. Like there were so many blockages and things and I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And here we are now, seven years later of something that started from literally a dream. Yeah. And now it's a full blown organization. And I work I have two. It's kind of broken out in two things. I have I work with incarcerated youth Mm -hmm. and I teach them things like school to prison pipeline. We talk about reaction versus response and all these different things and really help them and develop their communication skills and their creative problem solving skills and we get them internships. And then Mm -hmm. separately, I have a movement practice, which is obviously Therapart as well. And I do community and donation based classes. Mm -hmm. You come, you show up, we scream, we shake, we release. It's like 
I could never really explain what it is. And I mm-hmm. think that's a really cool thing because there's this mystery about it that always changes. Yeah. And I come in there not really planning what I'm going to do other than the music. And I really mm-hmm. intuitively feel into people's energies. And we all co-create this beautiful movement, somatic mm-hmm. therapy together. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That is Yeah, that's incredible. what I've been up to in a nutshell. Yep. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. This Thank is you. what you're supposed to be doing. Thank and you. when I look back at those years together, it's it's just so clear now that you had such a bigger vision mm. for yourself and what your efforts could really do. Thank you. Um, so you're the perfect person to really launch self-expression, yes. what that means to people. Yeah. Did you find it hard going to that transition? Because you're actually at your most vulnerable state, really, to be yeah. able to, like, not only talk about emotion, but to bring it to life in such a unique way that it's more like, you know, primal, yeah. really, about how humans communicate and dance and everything. Yeah. So was, you know, communicating that to your friends and to your your family and things? What did that whole transition look like? Yeah, it was, it was really scary because it was just this yeah. really intense moment that I think I had with spirit. And mm-hmm. it was very hard for me, one, to communicate that because this yep. was before, like, the meditations and mm-hmm. the, it becoming a bit of a normal thing. I felt very isolated in ways okay. because I felt afraid because the movement wasn't like a one, two, three. It was like shaking. It was like nasty. Like mm-hmm. it was really dark very for raw. a very, very long time and raw. And I felt shameful of that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then I really just kind of danced myself back into my body slowly. And it didn't have to be always heavy. It could it could be light. Yeah. And it started to change. And then I started to explore different modalities of like, let me study Buddhism for a while. Let mm-hmm. me do my yoga training. And now I've kind of taken all the things that I have. And I've created this like spiritual cocktail of... Mm-hmm. This this movement therapy and art therapy that really just has healed me. And I was like, oh, well, if this has healed me and if this is mm-hmm. my practice, I know that this I hope that this can translate. And yeah. that was really hard for me to try to articulate and translate and also hold space mm-hmm. because I realized I'm not going to be up on a stage and I'm not going to be talking at you. I'm in yeah. it with you. Yeah. And so as soon as I walk into that space, it's like a performance. It's like we go, you know, and I yeah. like connect with spirit and connect with everyone in the room. And it's like. By the time I'm done, I don't even know what happened. Yep. And that's Magnetic. how it was when I would when I was like first dancing. I would just black out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? What, like, what, what is just that? Happened? What just happened? I was like, lightning. what is this? You know what I mean? It feels like yeah. I got struck by lightning and something like ignited within my soul. And I just kept doing it more and more. And I was like, this can help other people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, in this day and age of... We have healers and they're all of these beautiful practices, but I just feel like I'm, we're all on the same level and I mm-hmm. don't feel like it's necessary for me to like charge tons of money so you to, can come to class. I think it should be free and accessible. It's everyone's right, isn't it? To be exactly. able to express themselves. Exactly. I feel like one of my favorite parts of your mission was healed people heal people. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's really, you know, the, the heartbeat behind this selfish campaign is about when we look when we take care of ourselves, mm. we show up so much better for the people in our lives. And yeah. it, it, it isn't selfish to look after our our heart, our soul, our mind, our body, everything. So yeah. then we can really be the best person yeah. for people. Um, you touched on your brother. Yeah. And I think this is a topic that so many people would relate to. It's a scary topic. It can be nerve-wracking, but it's human at the end of the day. Totally. How did you know, what did that that journey look like from when you guys were kids, where you are today, how he sees your work, and how do you feel more connected to him mm, now that you, yeah. you know, work like this? Yeah, it's it's been such a journey because I think there was a lot of pain that I experienced of not necessarily having this brother, sister, 
picture-perfect dynamic. Yep. Although we grew up in a very picture-perfect dynamic. something It's just so interesting to see one sibling kind of veer off one way and one mm-hmm. the other way. And I think it's just, you know, trauma sits and hits people so differently that you mm-hmm. never know which way it's going to kind of turn out. And I think we all have collective trauma, individual trauma. And I'm like, how can I make this a positive thing? How, mm-hmm. I can't live like this. Like it's, it's, it's really, it, it was really dark for a while yeah. for me. And I think this, and although I had started Therapart for my brother, it's so beautiful how it's transformed into this like beautiful flowering where now I can give back to so many people. And I really understood my brother, I think in his addiction after experiencing and moving through Therapart in the way that I did, mm-hmm. you know, like I never had a therapist. I like, this okay. was my therapy. And I mm-hmm. like, I, I think spirit is my therapy, you know, like we kind of like yep. partnered up and like, this is what we're going to do. And I think my brother and the work now, it's interesting because we're still very strained, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually knows what I do or actually why I do it. Interesting. I think he only has a, uh, it's just a it's just a very sensitive topic sometimes and yeah. I you know I hope he knows in his heart what I'm doing because I'm I'm really doing it for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this whole and I'm so grateful because if I didn't experience what I experienced with my brother, I would never be doing this work in the first place. Absolutely. So all of my my love and gratitude actually goes for him because that mm-hmm. was an awakening of an experience that I mm-hmm. think karmically I had to go through in order for me to be doing the work that I'm doing now. Yeah. So, and yeah. even if he doesn't have the words to express that at this present time, I'm sure he feels yeah. the ripple effect yeah. of that. Isn't yeah. it? It's the energy that goes into it. And, and maybe it's a different stage that he'll be able to, yeah, to communicate exactly. it. Or has he ever joined you in, no, he's, in any of the work? No, he's never joined me, no. but my dad has joined me, which really? is pretty How, crazy. What was that like? It was a really surreal experience because, you know, as a child, I think you tell your parents, yeah, I'm going to start this thing. I'm going to do this company. And like, yeah. they're like, great. Yes, yeah. you do that. You go, honey. <laughs> you, you go, you go, you know, but I don't know if it's, yeah. it was ever like actualized or registered, like what I'm actually doing. And so mm-hmm. he came to one of my classes and my dad's like 70 in his seventies. And he, yeah. I have to show you the video, but all he yeah. did was just dance and it was the best time. And he loves Kendrick Lamar. And I played his favorite song. <laughs> I love myself. And he was just beaming and it was so beautiful. I was like, this is crazy. I think it just, it goes to show you that it's, it doesn't matter what age you are. No. The ability to express yourself. And I think even as older, as I get older, I feel myself tightening in. So Mm. it becomes even harder as we get older to express ourselves and, you know, be okay with looking silly or what other people think. And kind of, like you said, just let go and let this other energy take over. But it, it gets more difficult. You think of children, it comes so natural they don't care. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Yeah. But then as we get older, so the fact that he could come to that, how did he, what did he say after? Was he? I think he was shook, to be <laughs> honest. He was like, and oh, he, I think man. he saw also the, all the people and like yeah. the practice is so simple. We're screaming for five minutes yeah. at the top of our lungs to outcasts or Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like I really try to make it like, I also try to, you know, I make I try to make it really fun as well. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of go through this journey of what does sadness feel like in the body? What is mm-hmm. anger? What is rage? Like who pissed you off today? Mm-hmm. Like really calling in that energy and those colors and those feelings yeah. to then like release. And then there's a moment where we have this play and my whole 
purpose is to get us back to our most childlike self. And that's Mm -hmm. why at the end of every class, we always do some sort of art therapy where we're finger painting or we're doing anything with our hands, sculpting. And it's about remember when we did that. Mm -hmm. Like it's not that life is not that serious. Mm -hmm. And we always have to constantly remember just to loosen the grip and loosen the grip. And it's uncomfortable for people to scream. And Mm -hmm. sometimes after people are like, I can't scream. Wow. And you're like, oh, whoa. And then I've also just learned so much of how people also just sit in their bodies. It's Mm -hmm. everyone is it's so different. Mm -hmm. And my comfortability isn't going to be your comfortability. And I can't Mm -hmm. assume that. And so I have to take deep care for each and every person in an own individual Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's it's been really liberating. I've also done these naked dinners called food. Which have been okay. Tell me more. Naked dinner. You had me. <laughs> which is my my dear friend Charlie started this beautiful this? company, and she has these beautiful naked dinners, and men and women can come. And I lead the movement. Normally, in each one, she has like um, a meditation, a breath okay. work, and so she's brought me on to do movement, and that it's just it's just nuts because they kind of come into the space everyone you know so you're fully naked this is just like come as you are come as you are take your winter jacket off let's go you're here and then you know i start the movement and it's just so beautiful like that's just another level of self-expression is like yeah one thing to do it clothed but one thing to be so free and so liberated in the body that we're just like naked and we're screaming and we're crying and we're crawling on the floor and doing all the amazing things to really find this liberation and this freedom of self-expression in the yeah. body. We're just so tight yeah. and so controlled and so... Wow. That's like level two. Yeah. And That's I constantly unlocking. also have to tell myself, like, when I have fears and anxiety, just let go. Like, let, let, go. let go. Let go. And really, we are really the keepers of that. Yeah. No one else yeah. can let it go for you. Yeah. So I just have to get this image in my head. So is it like around a dinner table? Is it dark? Is it candlelit? Yeah, What's it's the pretty dark. It's candlelit. Like There's like safe. beautiful you know, silks on the floor. And there's an introduction of like, hey, there's, you know, a safety steward and there's, you know, options if you don't feel safe. And so Mm -hmm. I kind of lead them through the movement in this very open space. And then we all sit and we have like an hour to dinner Mm -hmm. and we just talk. And the movement is so important in the beginning because you break all of these norms because the things that we're doing is just like, sometimes we're chanting, sometimes Mm -hmm. we're, yeah, just like making baby noises and crawling, like just yeah. whatever I intuitively force. feel. It's a collective force. Yep. And like, although I'm holding it, everyone else is holding it. And it's so mm-hmm. beautiful to see everyone hold their energy without even them probably really knowing. But I'm yep. able to see it. And that's really a beautiful yep. thing. Yep. I feel like there's so many different forms of that. Because even, you know, if you go to a really good yoga class or gym class and there's 50 people in the room and you're chanting or you're doing whatever, but just that collective movement. And Mm -hmm. in the voice and everything. So I feel like you have, people are probably listening thinking, wow, I'm never going to go to a naked dinner party. But yes, you will. I felt this in my yoga class. I know what that looks like. So it's those steps to get to the place that you feel comfortable. Yeah. Like that's what's important is is recognize and reflecting. Yeah. Because you leave the yoga class, you're like, wow, I felt really good. What was that? And like Mm -hmm. actually sitting in it, I Mm -hmm. think it's important. Mm -hmm. Um, And so how do you, going back to, so you've done You've done these sessions. What do you feel like afterwards? Like, is do you feel like you're your most creative self, your most authentic? Can you communicate better? Like, how does yeah. this ripple into the rest of your everyday it's life? It's really interesting because, you know, hold, you know, sometimes holding the space, sometimes I feel mm-hmm. like at the end I'm like super drained because okay. it's a lot yeah. to hold. Or sometimes I'm like flying. But mm-hmm. I think someone coming into the space, the goal is to, yeah, for you to feel free. Yeah. To, to find, oh, maybe I'm going to pick up 
finger painting. Like I had one of my mm -hmm. friends in class, Robin, who come, came to my first class and we kind of became friends through this. And she, I went to her house one day and she had been drawing and painting and all of these things. And mm -hmm. sometimes I don't really stop just to, to realize like what, what I've kind of created and how it's mm -hmm. effect on different people. And it's really been beautiful to talk to other people and see that they feel so much more creative. They feel liberated. They're able to communicate better. All of these small little yeah. things just from like moving the body. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It is crazy, but yeah. it's so natural. It's, it, but it's, it's a crazy so concept, but then you think how normal it is. Or if you think of animals, I mean, yeah. they get up, the first thing they do is shake. Exactly. And there's so much to that. Even yeah. just like moving energy from a sleep or a bad conversation or a weird day, just kind of knowing that your body's actually your safe place yeah. and you can release it however yeah. you want. And finding the breath and, and really like, yeah, using your body mm -hmm. of just shaking for five. Like it's mm -hmm. the, the, it's so simple, it you is. know, but and I it's think, free. and it's free. Right. I mean, we have it as right in our toolkit. Exactly. Um, you mentioned breath work and I think that's yeah. an important one to step or to really dive into because we know it's trending. We know it's important. We know we do it every day, but it is a real hidden, you know, gem if we know what to do with it. Yeah. So how does that play a role in the work you do? Do you give people some tips of how to manage, you know, the day-to-day -day Yeah, I kind of start techniques? every session kind of by – we kind of like do an intro. Mm -hmm. I kind of give some sort of prompt – so we're kind of all on the same page. Like, how are you feeling in your body today? So I, I'm actually knowing when mm -hmm. I'm holding space. And then we do breath work in the beginning to really drop us into our bodies. And I think, obviously, the breath is so important. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're not breathing. And it just kind of stops. And I think in order to get into the body deeply and safely, you need the breath to kind of harness you into that. Mm -hmm. And so we'll breathe for about 10 minutes before we even start any sort of movement. And then we go into mm -hmm. a small water-like womb movement where it's not too much and just moving into the fingertips, but always connecting it back to the breath because mm -hmm. the breath is what is going to support you through all of the movement, mm -hmm. all of the screaming, everything. And so really having that as your anchor, I think yeah. really allows you to get into your body and kind of just let go a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, and definitely. And yeah. it's at our, it's a resource that we have for free, for free, <laughs> every part of the day. Yeah. It's always there for us. Um, all right, back to my grade A stalking of your background yes. and really what yes. got started. Something that stood out to me is how you did decide to make that leap and you had finished The Alchemist, yeah. which is also oh one God. of my yes. favorite books. Wait, did I tell you that? No, but okay. I, I found <laughs> it on the interwebs. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it made me smile because I read that book right before I made a huge life mm, decision myself. Mm -hmm. And I closed it and just felt like, okay, you know what, there it's it is within us and yeah. it's it's really challenging. But if you can take, you know, our audience through maybe they're going through a breakup, a job change, um, just a move in general. Yeah. Kind of what did you take from that book and how did it guide you into the next step? Yeah. Well, The Alchemist is the book that I read right before I started Therapart. And things just like, I feel like I read that and the magics just started to kind of like, mm -hmm. to kind of really just brew. Mm -hmm. And through that, I think that kind of gave me the confidence or the understanding that there was a lot of magic out there. And shortly after, I met two of my, who are my best friends, who are also, funny enough, from Australia. I have mm -hmm. Australians in my life. Like, I feel like I was Australian in a past <laughs> lifetime because I have so many. But anyways, I met them actually like the day after, and they had just moved from Australia to New York. And 
they one's a filmmaker, one's a creative director and a stylist. And mm -hmm. they were I told them my dream. I was like, yeah, I had this dream. And they're like, well, let's make this film. And then the film that oh, you saw, they were is, part of this. They made the yeah. They, we collectively together made the film. But if it wasn't for them, there's absolutely no way I would be here right now. And I say that because we met, and I was like, yeah, I have this crazy idea. I have this feeling in me. And we made that film over three years. Wow. And they were trying to articulate and pull out of me what I was experiencing experiencing in my body and it was really hard for me to communicate that mm -hmm. so the video you saw was made three four or five years ago and it was just the beginning which is a really beautiful thing because yeah. at that time I had a feeling of what their part was but it wasn't mm -hmm. what it is today mm -hmm. and it's really cool to sit back and sometimes watch that of just like we all came together and we were just friends and we were like yeah let's make a film let's like do something creative yep and through that sparked this entire journey of me like, okay, now I have this film. Well, what am I going to do with it? Yep. And that led me to the next thing and to the next thing. And I was like, oh, I want to work with incarcerated youth. And that led me to that. And I was like, how can I translate mm -hmm. a movement experience in, you know, to working with them? And so I teach them meditation. And it's all just been this like un slowly unfolding. And mm -hmm. um, I'm at school now. Uh, at Columbia, and I'm doing this fellowship, um, which is just amazing. And it's yeah. about, you know, prison reform. And we're trying to come up with solutions to obviously end mass incarceration. Mm -hmm. And there's so many unfoldings that have happened that, you know, I this mm -hmm. morning I woke up and I was like, I'm just going to go outside and just take a beat to like realize what has happened this past year. I left my husband a year, a year and a half ago, walked out, never saw him again, didn't know what I was going to do. Wow. I was like, oh, my, I don't know how I'm going to get up today. And then it's just about the belief in self. There yes, was something exactly. that I had to believe so deeply that, yes, it was the craziest thing of leaving a relationship that I could have made work, I guess, but it was it boring right. and it didn't feel right. And yeah. so one day I was like, today's the day. I walked out, I mm -hmm. packed a bag, I left and never saw him again. Great, like it, and then not was, easy, not, not easy, easy stuff, not no. easy. And then from there, everything started to unfold, and I mm -hmm. found myself even, you know, I had to get a roommate again, like after mm -hmm. I had had, and I was like, what? like what's going on? We moved on. We moved past this, and so it was like I had to go back to go forward. And yep. It was almost like I've learned all of these small lessons throughout my life from the probably the time that I've met you up until mm -hmm. now and mm -hmm. to see the unfolding is mm -hmm. sometimes shocking mm -hmm. to me but I feel like what's clear from this is you had your sense of self back and when yeah. you have that pillar back it's amazing the things you can do yeah and you just really trust who you are mm -hmm. and know that it's going to be okay most that's, of the that, time yeah it, it that's will the be hardest thing and okay. then like you know I found out like I had to leave my room, my apartment with my roommate, and somehow I was like, "Well, I'm not going to live anywhere except for Fort Greene." And like, no, <laughs> somehow land my dream apartment in Fort. Like it all just, yep. but it's the trusting. It's mm -hmm. like the the deep self of mm -hmm. trusting. And I think because there was so much pain, mm -hmm. I almost had to be delusional in order to trick myself and trick my mind that everything was going to be okay. Completely. Yeah. Does manifesting play a part of your life at all? From yeah. Visualizing what it looks like, I would think feeling what it actually would be like to be in that apartment yeah. or to be out of that relationship. Has that always been a part of your identity or has that shifted as you've moved into this new path? Uh, I think it's – I think I've always had this deep sense of spirituality. Okay. What I mean, I grew up Christian, but mm -hmm. there was this deep 
Like something was bigger. Uh, it was so something. much bigger. And I yeah. think, you know, after, you know, studying Buddhism, I wake up even more. And all of mm-hmm. these things, I, I kind of like have these little trickles and these essence and I, I keep waking up. And I, I really think that, yeah, I think spirituality for me has definitely opened up so many, so many doors and so many new ways of of being and doing this work that mm-hmm. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for that, I, I also don't know where I would be because that's mm-hmm. my belief system, mm-hmm. you know? Completely. And everyone has a different belief system, but I just know that when it comes to manifesting, like I, yeah, I visualize it. I can see it. I can mm-hmm. feel it mm-hmm. so deeply. Mm-hmm. Like that it's almost real, right? I mean, that it's, you can. Babe, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the stuff that has happened this past year, like, I don't really know how to explain how it's happened other than I've felt it in my body. I've visualized it. I've mm-hmm. spoken to people. Yes, this is going to happen. The trust. Wh- whether it's not there yet, yeah. I know that it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. so it's this deep sense of trust. And sometimes mm-hmm. it takes longer than I think, but I'm a very, I think, quick manifester for sure. Mm-hmm. Like things just mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. But it's also draws, draws back to my practice. Like I'm chanting every day. I'm praying every day. I read my, like yep. I have it's my part, practice, practice in that allows, I think, this channel of my heart just to become more open to receive. Yep. Yep. I think that's what's important, too, with manifesting is knowing that it isn't like, oh, I made this beautiful vision board. Why isn't it happening? Yeah, no. It's this deep, innate feeling that you keep coming. It's a practice. You keep coming back to it, and you recognize that it takes effort, and it's patience, too, and and patience in the process. Yeah. Um, And you really have to, like, work at it. Like, it doesn't mm -hmm. just happen. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like – with the the work that I'm doing, it is a lot as well, you know, like yeah. I'm caretaking for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, this is a lot. And like, I need to find ways to take care of myself and be selfish. And so like yeah. a self-care, self-care for me is so deeply important because if yeah. I don't, then I can't be who I need to be for these kids or, you know, Completely. the community and all of the other work, Completely. you know? That's a really good point because you're essentially bringing on their energy. You're a healer. Yeah. So how do you, do you, when you leave that, I know you said that you can feel really, you know, drained or really lifted by it. Yeah. Do you, how do you cleanse yourself of that? Like what does, and I'm sure that's a practice as well, yeah. but like what are you doing right now to kind of make sure you are looking after yourself? Yeah, right now I'm just really trying to be in silence. Like, so when I'm coming home, I'm just sitting and sometimes like I'm reflecting if, you know, anything happened with my kids, which happens a lot. Like, and I have a different perspective when I work with them because Mm -hmm. I'm very privileged, even as a black woman, to be in the position that I am to be holding space for these amazing kids who are the Mm -hmm. future. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, it tears me up sometimes. And sometimes, you know, I go home and I'm like, I can't speak to anyone or I need to take a bath or I need to sing or I need to move or I need to dance. I just need to do something to have this release. And so coming home, being in silence, making myself a nourishing meal, Mm -hmm. listening to music, having fun. Like, I just try to Mm -hmm. create the fun and realize how blessed that I am to be even in this position to be doing this. Completely. You know? I think gratitude is, is yeah. so, so important. Yeah. Because um, they are really heavy topics and they're really important and you're you're doing such fulfilling work. Do you feel like over the years that you have seen progress yeah. in these types of categories and, you know, within the legal systems and things, where where does that, you know, land in your eyes? Has yeah. been changed? I mean, the the criminal legal system is, is it's a lot. It's, it, it's yeah. a lot. And I... You know, I think as you, someone who wants to make such big change, like it's almost mm-hmm. the small moments. And I'm like, yes, I know that I'm okay. making change. I don't know when the system will change, but I think mm-hmm. 
if we keep working at it, yeah, eventually it will change, Mm -hmm. you know, and it is I've just learned so much about the criminal legal system in cars. It's it's just horrifying. Mm -hmm. Truly, it's truly horrifying. But I know Mm -hmm. that there are so many amazing people in this world who are like changing the system, Mm -hmm. you know, and and have this belief. And I think the kids are the kids that I work with are like, I wish everyone had the chance to meet them because the amount that they also teach me is just profound. And they have so much wisdom and also learning from everyone in the community who shows up to class. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just so expansive just to Mm -hmm. have this like love in this community. And yeah. 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 And what age that that absolutely answers it. What age range of kids are we talking here? Yeah. About 15 to about 18 or 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that real critical age Uh of when, you know, they're finding self-identity really and their values and everything. And do you find that most of them are responsive to your work? Is it more challenging with some, I mean, you know that you're making an impact no matter what, because even at that age, like we're rebellious. We want, we don't want to listen to anyone, you know, but can you feel like, you know, these people have their eyes opened and they're just happy to, to speak with someone and have care? Yeah, it's it's not like that in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. it's really, you know, you kind of have to make them fall in love with you somehow. Mm-hmm. And they really don't care who you are or where you come from because what they've experienced is 10, ten times of anything I will ever experience, mm-hmm. ever. And so they know that. And so mm-hmm. it's it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of care. And mm-hmm. I really... As a teacher, which I it was so funny yesterday, you I was like, you teacher. know, I always wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> like when I was young, I would like play teacher, and like I was writing on the board the other day. I was like, wow, I've actually always dreamed of like educating and being this teacher. But I think as a, a teacher, I I really try to be like the cool teacher, and it's yeah. funny because. You know, I'm I'm in my like mid thirties now, and yeah. some of their parents are younger than me, and. I meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, what's up? You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not like, like yeah, I, I meet them, it. I humanize because they are yes. and they're actually teaching me more than I could probably ever teach them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really, I just love them. You know, like I still talk to so many of my students that have already graduated and mm-hmm. they're like my family. Yeah. And I think, I, yeah, they're just like, I have, I keep getting more and more children is what, mm-hmm. it, what it feels like, <laughs> you know, and there's so many special there's so many special kids in this world, and I just hope mm-hmm. that we all can nurture them because they mm-hmm. are our future. And they grew up with such different ways of even Instagram and TikTok, and mm-hmm. like their the attention span is different. And completely. I'm like, their environment is their environment is totally different, different, and they need yeah. mental health. I want to talk to them. I want to learn about their experiences and where they come from because that also keeps me in check. Talk mm-hmm. about like having no ego. Like the first day I walk into yeah. class, they like slay me there's i'm like oh i am no one <laughs> they can sniff it right you know what i it's, mean it's like, a whole different generation it's a whole different and that keeps yep. me really balanced and really clear of like okay girl like chill you're not you know like always keeps yep. me in check yeah always keeps me yep. in check keeps you on your toes mm-hmm. that's good mm-hmm. i love it um so just thinking going back to our listeners and you know what they're going to take away from this and everyone's on a scale right of where we are in our life of how expressive we feel some people it could be the most nerve-wracking thing they'll ever do yeah some people are like sign me up take me to the naked dinner yeah. mm-hmm. where do you or what's your advice for someone you know just kind of starting out they know that there's emo- their emotions bubbling up but they're not sure how to start expressing it is it writing is it finding a community is it joining a yoga class like what do those steps look like to just kind of start tapping into expressing yeah. themselves more yeah I think 
it's it's I was just writing about this the other day because I you know I know we all have it within us and Mm -hmm. I think somehow it stays doormat and so I think you know Therapart is all about like whether you're into music whether you're into dance whether you're into art whether you're into Mm -hmm. journaling I try to incorporate all of those different things into a class because what might resonate with me isn't going to resonate with you. Maybe you don't Mm -hmm. like to dance. Mm -hmm. I've had people in class that just stand there and like want to shake or want to be in a child's pose, but want to maybe be in the atmosphere. And so I think it's really about having the opportunity to explore. Maybe one day you journal, maybe one day Mm -hmm. you screaming your pillow for five minutes. Mm -hmm. I scream in my pillow all the time. I have wanted to create the space for us to like release and scream, even if it's like a happy scream or a joyous scream or find time to laugh and find time to ignite these little sparks. I think of energy and like something will just click, Mm -hmm. I think. And it kind of just like clicked for me, you know, and now I've kind of been able to take like even music therapy and how that heals and like all of these mm-hmm. different things to just be like, okay, well, this works. This, this doesn't work. Good. This, this didn't feel, feel good. Today, this yeah. might feel good. Today, I just want to chill. Today, I don't, you know, it really yeah. just depends, I think, on the day and the mood. But I think it's about allowing mm-hmm. yourself to have a variety and not being too mm-hmm. tight. Like, I need to journal Monday through Friday. And if I don't mm-hmm. no, because you're, again, kind mm-hmm. of trying to control and I'm everyday practicing how to loosen the control because mm-hmm. essentially you can't control anything. No. You know, you, you can can't. control how you, you show up in the world people, and how you react and how you really respond, but that's it. And so everything else, it's like, yeah, I can yeah. be concerned that I have tons of debt and all of this, but I'm like, well, guess what? I'm just doing what I love to actually do. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, stay that course and believe in yourself so delusionally that it can happen because mm-hmm. I feel like, although I've been working at this now for years. I feel like I'm just starting. Mm -hmm. Like it's just starting to click. It's just starting to make sense in my life, in my body, how I'm going to manage it all. Like it's just Mm -hmm. starting to to really like deepen, which Mm -hmm. feels. I think what you just touched on is, you know, we're so, especially with this big wellness movement, which is exciting. It's so good to see people interested in health and wanting to take care Mm -hmm. of their body, but it actually can backfire sometimes Mm -hmm. if we're very much like, 5 a.m. gym, meditate for 20 minutes, journal, this and that. But if you're not really doing it for the right reasons, it it won't sink in. Yeah. And it has right to way. be like this it's, almost like embodiment of like, yeah. yeah, I can sit there and chant for 15 minutes. But mm-hmm. if I'm not knowing and not connecting and not manifesting and clearing energy out to call new energy in, then it's mm-hmm. like, well, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Just doing Completely. it because I think I have to do it because That's it's another tick box. A tick of the box. Day. In the, no. Yep. No. And Completely. I've done that before and I, it didn't work. Yep. I think there's a huge movement of that. And it's, you know, we have the right headspace of wanting to get into these things. But I think it's going back to the why. Yeah. Why are you doing it? Yeah. Why are you showing up today? Why do you feel like crap today? Why do you feel good today? And really, like, being okay with that, yeah. too, knowing that. Yeah, and also being like, all right, like, I don't, like, this week, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't feel right. It's just not feeling right. I'm, You know, it's, and I'm like, yeah. all right, let me keep practicing. Let me keep sitting down. And, like, today I was like, mm-hmm. well, I, I actually am start, like, I'm starting mm-hmm. to come back aligned with, like, who I am because sometimes mm-hmm. I get very far away and Mm -hmm. life happens and this and like you become disconnected and so that time Mm -hmm. before I get in bed at night I make sure I sit down and practice so I'm having you know a proper time to like release the day and like Mm -hmm. new day ciao yesterday doesn't exist you know (laughs) like and that's how I wake up I'm like yes whatever happened yesterday no longer exists I don't need to tell the story I don't need to rehash the thing Mm -hmm. I'm good Mm -hmm. and if you do want to rehash something do it with a positive you know light Mm -hmm. like yeah I got divorced it was great 
it was it was crazy in the moment. <laughs> it's a but chapter. Like, no, but it's like the energy that you put behind something that yeah. could even be negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Completely. Because if you're like, oh yeah, like this, ha-. yeah, and although it's yeah. those feelings are real and it's all real, mm-hmm. how can you challenge yourself to shift the narrative in mm-hmm. that way? Completely. And we have the power to do that. I exactly. It's that, our mindset every day. And how lucky we are to actually get up and start a new day every day. It's and yeah. it's it's yeah, it's it's an incredible feeling. Um and going through something, you know, traumatic, divorce is, yeah. is definitely traumatic. Yeah. I haven't experienced it myself, but I watch my parents go through it and it's it's a split. It's a it's a failure of relationships. Yeah. So it can be really scary. But yeah. to have the ability to be like, okay, this was a season. We're gonna move on. Learn something from it. I think that reflection yeah. and like how is you can learn and how you can grow from it. Mm-hmm. Like there's always a lesson in it all, mm-hmm. and it's it can all mm-hmm. it is all positive. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like because that was an end of a relationship that you had to detox isn't the right word, but like did you have to cleanse yourself of what that looked like? Um, you mentioned that you hadn't talked to him anymore, and, and yeah. that's different for everyone. But yeah. what was that release like for you to kind of? I think I had to be okay with not having any closure. Like I had to find the closure within myself because there's always, where's that end conversation or where's that, are we fighting, are we trying? And there was none of that. And so I think the toughest part was finding the closure within myself. But somehow over that year, I just like slowly like danced myself somehow back into my body and like mm-hmm. came realigned with me as a different person. It was like I quantum leaped and like <laughs> now I feel like I that was 10 years. It feels like it was 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah. It feels like it was 10. And that's crazy just how time and space and it was like head down. I got to like, you know, shift and move forward, shift my energy and move forward. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't not stop going mm-hmm. completely. And on the flip side of that, of, of stopping, a lot of people, you know, myself included, can struggle to express sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easier just to bottle things oh my God, in. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to distract myself. From your opinion, what happens if we don't find that outlet, if we don't express this, whether that's through writing, movement, voice, sweating? Like what, what happens to the body? What happens to the mind? Yeah, I think, think it it just becomes really dormant and like mm-hmm. it's a bit – repetitive and you kind of live a very mundane not I I I think it's different for everyone but I think I think that you have to listen like I just listened to my body I was like "Mm, this Mm -hmm. isn't right Mm, it's scary to get out oh it's like teething it's it's what I've been telling I've been talking to my friends recently because I'm like also feeling like I'm having another teething moment Mm -hmm. you know and it's uncomfortable and it makes you want to cry and it makes you want to do all the weird things but if you can kind of just like hold on and break through that I Mm -hmm. think the 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 dust and the worry and the fear will eventually settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and dormant's scary. It's right. I mean, yeah. that's the. It's to me, it's the opposite of creativity and light and freshness and like you're shedding a skin. It can feel yeah. really nasty to do it, but at the same time, if we don't do it, what's what's the alternative? Yeah. Of, of not fighting through it. Exactly, and we're constantly like learning each time. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, even after everything I experience, I'm like, oh, I I have so much work to do. Like the work never ends. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like sometimes you think, oh, yeah, you're good. And then you kind of get knocked up again. And that's mm-hmm. another like little lightning of energy that's like, hey, girl, you still got some work to do. Like, let's mm-hmm. look at this. Let's explore, you know. And mm-hmm. so I think that that it's hard to phase. It's hard to like look at yourself mm-hmm. and look at it's, your things. And, I think the most challenging yeah. task you can really do. Yeah. Because it's hard to, yeah. and then, to see the truth sometimes. And then take that and then try to grow from that and try to be mm-hmm. – 
super, super honest. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't really have any, I don't have anything to hide. Like, mm-hmm. I want to tell you the truth so I can help, you know, inspire mm-hmm. you maybe to what you're going through or mm-hmm. the next person, you know? So mm-hmm. I always try to be very like honest when it comes to like the things that I've experienced and how they've kind of manifested and transcended in life, you mm-hmm. know? And that honesty is so important because it's what connects us to the next person. So it's amazing how I might be feeling a certain way one day and I think I'm alone in it, but then I'll Mm. hear you talk about it and Mm -hmm. it just normalizes it. So Mm -hmm. I think the impact that your work can have, whether people say things or not, has such a profound effect about how we look at our progress, going backwards, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's really exciting. I can only imagine what the future has in store for you. you. This has been Really, really I good. Know. I'm so excited. Can't wait for the people to learn more I about know, guys, you. come to class <laughs> one day. <laughs> well, where can people go to learn more about the work you do? How do they how do they get connected? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Should I do I shout out my Instagram? Shout it out. We'll put it in the show notes. But Fair we'll... <laughs> part underscore a rucker. Uh, I always post classes there. Right now I'm kind of like on a standstill because I have a lot going on. So I think I'll be mm-hmm. teaching classes next month. But Website, Instagram. I'm coming back for January. I need to get it together. So, yeah, soon, soon to be announced. So good. And my final question for you is what does selfish mean to you? Selfish means to me the the utmost amount of self-care and, like, self-respect. Like, Mm -hmm. really just, like, taking care of you and doing it for the greater good, you know, because Mm -hmm. you being selfish and taking care of yourself will help you – I think achieve a lot of your dreams and achieve, mm-hmm. yeah, really whatever you want because you're really looking after you and you have to remember that you are just number one. Always, always, Woo. you know? You absolutely. Yeah. On that note, Yay. thank you, Ash. Thank it was really you. good to have you. I'm so and excited to be I here. Can't wait for our listeners to meet you. Thank you.